guys, welcome to the 2009 edition of Grassroots Podcasting. Woo! Woo! Uh, for those new and old, uh, again, we are, uh, I'm Soros, and I'm DJ Lunchbox. Nice to meet you. WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Uh, Chachi's here, he's one of the original guys on the show, and he just came back randomly. Uh, <laughs> He's just here for the vines. Uh, okay. Should I drink that? I am Sick Puppy from ShouldIDrinkThat.com. This is Father Spoon. Thanks. You're welcome. Appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, for us, uh, if you haven't heard of us, we've been doing podcasting, uh, coming on our fourth year in January. Um, I just explained all the special Okay. We are coming up on our four-year anniversary uh, of the Wrestling Mayhem show. Uh, we just did episode number 188, was it 189? Yeah, 188. 188 coming up on uh, 200 episodes. I can barely believe it myself. Um, but uh, we've had uh, interviews. We interview uh, wrestlers, of course. A, a lot of local independent wrestlers. We've also, uh, we just recently had uh, Jimmy Superfly Snuka, if anybody uh, remembers him. Uh, also yeah. Superfly? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah like two weeks ago. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, uh, we've had uh, wrestlers here and there that are here on WWE, formerly WWF, uh, TNA Wrestling, which is also on TV right now. Ring of Honor, which recently got a, a deal with uh, HDNet. Good old Mark Hughes. Good old Mark Hughes. Yeah. So, everybody hear us all right back there? Yes. Good. Firm proponents of violence, which you'll see later. Well, our show's not as violent as these guys. Um, we are doing a drink that. We're a craft beer reviewing podcast, and I guess such a big cast. Yes. We do audio and video. Uh, we try to put out a show once or twice a month, and in that show we'll review three to four beers, sometimes five, and or six. So that's rough. Yeah. And uh, what we want to do is get the everyday Bud Coors Miller drinkers to realize, you know, there's other alternatives to what you're drinking right now. And a lot of the good stuff's actually made in Pittsburgh. So we're really trying to push Pittsburgh, uh, southwestern Pennsylvania, and most of Pennsylvania. <laughs> to let the world know that, you know, Pennsylvania is a destination that we want you to come to for great craft beer. <laughs> oh, we've been around for about three and a half years. Uh, we don't have as many shows as the wrestling guys, so we only have 55. But they're high quality shows. That's right. We're, we're, we're kind of nerd shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we kind of have a raw style. We we do our our stuff live every this every Tuesday, um, <clears throat> and get it up shortly thereafter. We do have a vidcast live on your stream. Um, okay. Um, well, uh, like I said, this is the podcast thing, and we want to talk to you about how we kind of garnered our fans and and everything. Uh, and one thing okay, that stop. From just stop. Yes, just get this out of the way. I'll get to that. Okay, one. how many people have been to this session in past years? Oh, we got a little new bodies. Okay, so for those who haven't. Should I get it started? No. No, 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 no I haven't explained yet. We're a wrestling podcast, and the session is very violent. Um, <laughs> How, how, many, how many of you guys are familiar with the uh, professional wrestler Ric Flair? Woo! And everybody knows him. You hold off on that. Not yet. At, at PodCamp 1, we decided that 
well, the point we want to get across is uh, we, we do love our fans, and a big thing with our fans, a big thing with fans at wrestling shows is audience participation. They do chance sometimes we'll have to bring your own weapons matches. It's, it's great. At independent shows, whenever anybody throws a chop, which Ric Flair is famous for, they all, woo, woo, right? Yes. Now, we, <laughs> this is, Sork, you want to take it from here? So, we decided at the last minute, the first one, that we will have any time that the audience woos, uh, somebody up here will get chopped. That's way too much off. prep work. Everybody on the count of three, give out your best woo. One. Wait, wait. Are these non non chop woos? This is a practice. And after that, chop, you'll get chop. Uh, <laughs> one, two, three. Woo! intention was if five people listen to our show we're happy the two of us have been drinking together for years we figured you know what if we could put on the internet people will listen to us hey that's great if not it's it's no big deal it's fun for us so you know if it, we drop to five listeners we're still going to do it so the first thing that we did is uh like sork said is our first setup was a webcam that we were just using to record audio so we had a video camera recording our audio because our mics were that bad we we might have been a little drunk. Uh, the microphones that you can start with, though, and one of the big things that we stress with the Grassroots Podcasting is you don't have to spend a lot of money to get into this. You can start with a webcam that's already built into your laptop. You can start with a $14 microphone from you know, Staples or Office Max or any of those places. And you, you can even start with uh, Audacity, which is free software. So really, it's very inexpensive to get started with podcasting and big casting also. So what we did for our first show was, uh, it was Cinco de Mayo, figure, what better way to start it than on a drinking holiday? And uh, after a few beverages and some balls of tequila, we thought it would be great to have Mr. Sick Puppy here try to drink a seven-year-old beer. 
that was in and out of an attic. Yeah, it was hot, cold, hot, cold, hot, cold. And it came out looking like a lava lamp when you poured it in. And amazingly, our hits started taking off from there. So we found out that people like watching us do stupid things, especially when alcohol's involved. Now, this is before a lot of the other kids came around later, it was 2006. And from there, it just, uh, our popularity started growing. So if you could find your, your own little niche there, not necessarily stupid things you're doing, but uh, like for us, we started doing more serious craft beer reviews, and then the craft beer fans started listening to our show more, started paying more attention to us. And then came the, I guess it's now infamous, does anybody know what a Dogfish Head 120-minute IPA is? They <laughs> got beer fans. All right. One of our fans said, why don't you do some more fan interaction? And this is when we were just starting to talk with the wrestling guys about you know, how can we get our fans more involved with the show. Uh, we had a blog, you know, we had a forum, but no one was really using it. We need something that can really start driving some audience. So we did a vote on who was going to chug a Dogfish Head 120 minute. If you're unfamiliar with it, it's 20% alcohol in a 12-ounce bottle. And I got that vote. So we, we got together one night. It was actually Good Friday. <laughs> For those of you who haven't seen the show, I, well, you are a priest. I, so. I, I kind of dress up as a priest. So that even added to the irony kind of the night. Dress up as a priest. That kind of sort of. And uh, we recorded this video where we had uh, our official paramedic came in. We actually got a real paramedic to come in. Uh, he put a blood bag up to my arm. His name is Dick Hammer. <laughs> paramedic Dick Hammer. And we totally embellished the, the entire thing. Uh, the actual chug was 10 seconds long, but we made a seven and a half minute video out of it. And next thing we know, we have over 15,000 downloads of it. And there's a couple of people that really trashed us because they said we're disrespecting the beer and stuff like that. But I think on that note, for us, bad press is good press. And that got us so much attention for all the, like, I, I consider myself a beer geek, not so much a beer snob. And there's a certain percentage out there that will bash you for the goal. We, we did, you know. And like, having a sense of humor, we did it for fun, you know. And all these beer forums are bashing us, and uh, but because of that, our listenership skyrocketed. And we also got justified because uh, Sam Calgione, who's the head brewer of Dogfish Head, his wife got a hold of us and said, "We love it. Yeah. We think this is the funniest thing we've ever seen. This is great." So right there was our proof. We're like, "Look, guys, doesn't matter what you say about us now. You yeah. think we're disrespecting you, but you know, when the, the head brewer, who's a rock star to us, uh, comes out and says, "Hey, this is pretty cool," and we knew we had something going on. And uh, just last month, actually, we passed our 500,000th download of our show. So we're, we're pretty geeked about that. That was a good time. Though. It was. Well done. Good job. Between senses, that's good. Next time, I'll use my fist. Hey, you do. Woo! They all went. They all went right. I'm not going to hit over here. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, uh, we really want to stress you, trying to find inexpensive ways to start your podcast, start your, your own little show. And uh, another thing that we do, too, is we go through a company called Cafe Press for business cards. The cool thing with them is we get about 500 cards for free. You just pay for shipping. And we get some, I think there's some on the table or around here. They're in the sponsor room. Nice, glossy cards. The only thing we paid for was... 10, 15 bucks on shipping. Yeah. It takes three weeks or so for it to get to us, but we got free business cards basically. Mm-hmm. And we've been able to pass them out. People are always saying, you know, how can we get a hold of your show? The best thing you can do is just pull out a 
business card and hand it out to someone. <clears throat> and business cards have worked really well, at least on my end of the show, because I go to a lot of bars, and I'm always passing them out. Always. You know, it works really, really well to get your name out there for a podcast. Another advantage with the business cards, too, is if you go to a Staples or Office Max or any of your office supply stores, you can buy packs of business card size magnets. You can slap your sticker on there, or you can slap your... Uh, slap. <laughs> Oh, no! <laughs> Screw you! <laughs> or sorry, yeah. you could place your business card. <laughs> place your business card. I had water in my hand too. Place your business card on the magnet, and uh, there might still be a few left around from the last two pod camps around this building. Yeah. Thanks to DJ Lunchbox, who took a stack of them and decided to decorate the Art Institute. I came back three months later, and there's one still in the elevator where nobody could reach it. <laughs> Around these, uh, these black cabinets around here, I guarantee there's one still stuck behind it or beside it. Nice. All that work it took me to cut those out, and another behind cabinets. <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess our main point is uh, if you're looking to start a podcast or you know already started one, it's you don't have to spend a lot of money, and don't worry about quality right off the bat. We still sound like shit. So. <laughs> We have bad weeks too. At week seven, I kind of screwed up on the board, so you know it happens. Especially when you do a lot and everything. Uh, for us, we our big thing from the start. You know, this stems from us uh, uh, starting on a streaming radio server that ran out of my, my group um, on Shoutcast. Uh, was having the live interactivity. Was having the the live chat room going on. Whether we just did like an uh, uh, AIM room which grew into doing it on Poshu, which uh, grew into blog TV, Ustream, Tribeva for a while. Um, and then which turned into, let's have a webcam. Let's try again, you know, let's have them see us so we can interact with people in person, at least on the live show. It's still uh, exclusively an audio podcast, but we do have several clips all over YouTube of interesting things that have happened on the studio during the show, whether it be putting on a big monkey head that turned into a presidential candidate last year. Um, entirely true. No, no. There's, there's look, look up stuff monkey on YouTube and it's still there. Um, and to the point where we have uh, we have local wrestlers that, that live in the area actually come into the studio and uh, record record those and they, they would get crazy. The one guy, you know, is a masked wrestler and would come in, in his mask and, and, and tell us about how he got trained in Japan. Uh, and, uh, he, we did, he has a feud ongoing with the stuffed owl in our studio. There's pictures of that. He's, uh, he's got, I didn't know a guy named Super Hentai would be afraid of uh, owls. Um, but uh, it, it's really helped people uh, with get get into it. Just like become a part of the show. Like, like and, uh, uh, read, we have our email reading segment. Um, Our first segment is completely dedicated to fan interaction. <laughs> they, we really get a half hour out of just uh, fan emails, and uh, we had a, a voicemail app on our uh, on our we homepage. Snap line for a while that was on our page. We're using uh, Google Voice, Google Voice, and we just hit up a hotline four one two two zero six WMS zero. It's really nice if you want to get a custom thing like that. Which is really close to my Google Voice number. I don't know what I'm going to get from you guys. If somebody misses this type of number. <laughs> Just send them our way. Yeah, I will. You know. so I'm going to screw up the number one week, and they're all going to come to you. Yeah. So. 
Um, but yeah, that was a big kind of push from the beginning. It's just like the fans are the show, and a lot of them became the show. Uh, 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 Vim, like we mentioned, I came from London. He was <coughs> emails. We look we look forward to his emails every week because he had really good discussion and would foster us having really good, interesting discussions that were from a different angle of what's going on in the wrestling uh, industry. Um, we actually do uh, we do a yearly award award thing called the Mayhemies, and we give out we give out the Bimble Award. Yeah. It'd be for the you know best and most uh, productive, most does the most for the show fan. Yeah. So. Yeah, and that, and that actually became a whole debate, and uh, people cutting promos on each other in their emails, <laughs> which was also entertaining. Especially, I love when our fans bicker against each other. Uh, all the we have a 15-year-old in Texas that sends us reviews for DVDs, <laughs> and is and actually has been on the show on Skype because we're just like, well, he couldn't make it. Why not? Flip side, we have Ultimate 25. Yeah. Around 25, 26, guy from the Bronx who hates the 15-year-old from Texas, and they just go back and forth. <laughs> 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 they they want to the right team. team. You uh, may have something to work. <laughs> My mother's on the 15-year-old. Wasn't there an idea to like, have a fight in second life or something? Or, or, <laughs> wow. <laughs> 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 tournament over Xbox. Oh, yeah, that's right. Which is something that still kind of works. Yeah, I would love another best on Xbox. We're trying to figure that out. But, you know, Christmas. Christmas, what we give everybody an Xbox for Christmas. <laughs> Maybe I'd advertise it. That'd be the greatest promo ever if you're going to give all your listeners Xboxes. <laughs> so we can play. We have it recorded here, too. Everyone knows that. No, no, no. <laughs> Who loves you? Um, what else have we done? We've done a lot of stuff. Um, so we got a question. Uh, I walked in a little bit late. Um, what's uh, what's everyone's day jobs? Start down the line. Or night jobs. <laughs> um, this this would be our night job, but that's true. Uh, I'm a jack of all trades slash uh, drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a delivery guy in tech for I'm a uh, a video editor uh, doing safety training videos by day. It makes nice videos, by the way. <laughs> I've seen the final products. <laughs> I'm a network support specialist for a law firm. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> 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 it's the biggest revelation of this entire session. I'm a social media coordinator and web designer. Think out of your drink, it does. <laughs> uh, it's, it's the most wonderful and dangerous thing. <laughs> I actually brought it onto the Mayhem show once, and uh, yeah, that went really well in the second half of the show after we started doing some shots. Yep. We started yep. getting a ton of downloads, and I believe in that product so much. I actually said to every one of our fans that downloaded the show, like, if you buy one off of us and you think it's a piece of shit, I'll buy it back from you. 
So, which reminds me, we do carry an explicit tag on our show. <laughs> yeah, a very that. big explicit tag. Because if you even say like "ass" on <laughs> iTunes, you get hit with the tag. So, just wanted to bring that up before. Yeah, we, we can start downloading. Potty mouth. I, think, I think we all kind of push the limit on our show. We probably yeah. said that up front. Sorry to anybody that we've offended thus far. <laughs> I think that guy that left. It's <laughs> <laughs> only one person this year so far. Um, well, Mike brought up something earlier that uh, I just wanted to address quick. Uh, since you know, grassroots, we want to keep it as low budget as possible, well, inexpensive as possible. If you could get a Google Voice invite, that's fantastic. They're uh, two fifty on uh, on Google. Really? I got Bios? I bought mine for two fifty because I, I was oh. waiting for mine, and then I got a week later for my other. Dang, I need to up my price, then I was charging fifty. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't heard of Google Voice, uh, basically, it's, you can use it as a phone system. And you can pick your own phone number and make it whatever you want. Uh, the wrestling guys have theirs. We have 412-223-SIDT. But unless you're using like a rotary phone or a touch phone, it's uh, 412-223-7438. And what you can do is set it up to do not disturb, and it's an automatic voicemail system for you. The cool thing is, as soon as someone leaves you a message, it will email, it, email you a notification, and you can download an MP3 format and pop it right into your show. Yeah. And I'm assuming that they're, they're going to start giving out more and more accounts here as starting to grow. I think eventually it's going to open up. Well, Gmail started the same way where you right. can only get it by invite and somebody can give you an invite. Uh, Google Wave, I know, is a big thing. Is, uh, that's actually going for $80 on eBay. Wow. I, would, uh, I, would, I, would, I, would, I could miles. sell something. All right. <laughs> Make some money at PodCamp. <laughs> now, the other thing, too, is uh, Skype's a really popular tool if you want to do uh, phone interviews mm -hmm. with people. Uh, it's, uh, there's some tools out there that you can uh, download that will record the call for you. But the cool thing with Skype is it's free for you. And also, these guys are experts on using TalkShoe. I'm really impressed with how you guys can get all the calls that are coming in. You can manage the phone calls. You can cut people off, which is a great thing. They start getting lippy. But, uh, <laughs> but there are a lot of free tools that are out there at your disposal. Uh, yeah, so TalkShoe is the easiest kind of no-brainer way to do it because people can actually just pick up a phone and call you. Uh, Skype, you have to pay if you want them to call you. But uh, we've had a lot of success, like like uh, Mad Mike from the Bronx and, uh, and the rest of the from Texas. Uh, we have them just literally just call in here on Skype, and they say, it, it sounds pretty good. As long as they're set up, have their headphones, have their microphone set up, it sounds really good. People say that that, uh, that Mike in the Bronx sounds better on our podcast than we do live in the studio. So I mean, that's a problem. We, and also, uh, with if you look at the podcast Pittsburgh stream, we had a uh, G20 discussion round table. There are people in Pittsburgh, but of course, you know, getting everybody together is impossible. Um, and I know another show called The Awful Show on Western PA. Um, two of them are in Reading. Two of them are ready. Uh, one is down here. Well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> one of them's in Wilkinsburg, and one's in Colorado, and they have people call in and, and function about a three-hour show out of over Skype for the most part. Uh, you need to get a little bit used to the delay, but it's, it's fantastic once you get used to it. Do you guys know about how many fans you have? Roughly? Millions and millions. Legions. Are you using AdSense then for marketing to monetize that or no? Well, I just learned that AdSense does podcasting, so I'm setting that up this week. But uh, I, I have numbers of how many people download the show from TalkShoe. Not really broken down, so I don't really kind of trust them. Completely when we talk about that. Uh, Do you have any way to monetize all these millions of fans? I'm joking. I don't know. Actually, <laughs> a little bit. Well, that's where like the stuff like the Great Kangaroo comes in. Uh, we're actually looking into um, uh, you know 
know, utilizing our fan base and, and uh, looking at the Amazon programs or looking into getting uh, people to integrate into the show. Um, I'm talking with somebody that has a little bit of expertise working in radio with advertising, uh, to try to kind of improve what we're doing in general. Um, and, and, you know, hopefully get that. Because one, one important thing, if you're a niche show like us, beer drinkers, wrestling fans, you know, uh, you know, talking about comic books or whatever, um, you don't need super, super high numbers in order to monetize his, his thought these days. The advertisers, if you're, they're selling to a certain specific person, um, and I think the most successful with this, if you look at this week in tech with Leo Laporte, they're looking at the tech sector, they're already looking for the products, like the go to my PCs and the and the and the Squarespace and everything and, and computer products, you know they're already engaged, ready to buy. You know, get, get something that relates to your content. That like, you know, if, if especially something you trust and use, and uh, the advertiser will be more interested in you having that specific audience than large numbers. So you're going to do that soon. You just have it. Yeah, we. You're going to look at what, like affiliate marketing, AdSense, stuff like that? We're looking at all the options right now. Yeah. Really, we've, we've been looking at <laughs> the whole time, but it's really just time to, uh, it's really just time to get into it. And since we, you know, all have, we all have day jobs, it is, you know, taking the time and the dedication to keep at that every week. Like, we fall off and don't do interviews for a long time because we just don't have time to start picking up on it. I mean, you know, until I say, well, we're going to, go get some interviews, I book up for the next two months and then we go two months later. It really just is time because this is just a labor of love. families, some of us are going back to school and with our work, uh, we're not really looking to make money with ours. I mean, you can look to make money with yours if you want, that's perfectly fine, we'd love to make money, but that's not one of our main goals. We actually do a lot of exchange for promotion. Uh, we'll go to different bars and restaurants to you know promote their uh, their establishment and we'll report live there, we'll talk, you know, talk about their website and everything, in exchange uh, you pick up our bar tab which can get high. <laughs> uh, the same thing goes for beer fests. Uh, we've had people that will pay for our room and board and well, for drinks, uh, as long as we promote their, their events and uh, you know, record our live shows there. And for everyone, that's, that's we have about 15 minutes left. Yeah. Somebody in this room is winning two tickets to the Pittsburgh Brew Fest. 
somebody to talk to and you could provide them with that medium to be able to do so. We found just from uh, from the beer industry, every single person we've asked for an interview has given it to us because they know that this is a great way for free marketing. We'll do all the work, all you do is throw us a link somewhere 
and it's, it pretty much works like that. Yeah. Do they worry that you'll give them a negative review? They know up front that we're honest with our reviews. Yeah. Uh, there's some people like butternuts, <laughs> butternuts, <laughs> butternuts, <laughs> who uh, we trashed their beer on our show. It's uh, it was we didn't like it. it Out was, of 55 episodes, it's the only brewery we trashed across the board. And they yeah. sent us hate mail. Yeah. Their salespeople got a hold of us and told us to quit our jobs and and die basically. They they didn't like us for that. But everybody else, uh, they they pretty much know that. We're, our job is to be a review, review show. We're going to give you our honest opinion on everything. And it's, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. It's, last night, Erie Brewing was one of the big sponsors for the, uh, the meet and greet. And we like a lot of their beers. Some beers we don't like. But that's our own <coughs> personal style. And we invite people to go out, try these different beers, get your own opinion. That's the whole purpose for the, the podcast and for your blogs is you have your own opinion. Let everybody know about it. If they don't like it, too bad. That's their own fault. They can go listen to somebody else, do whatever they want. And this is all, the show's about you. And you have to be 100% genuine with yourself, with your show. If you're fake, they're going to call you out on it and you're done. No one's going to listen to it. No one's going to download it. Uh, that's probably another reason that we don't have any brewery sponsorships is because uh, a lot of our fans, you know, if we say, oh, I love this beer, and they see that brewery's logo on our website, they're not going to take it seriously. They think we're just doing it because, you know, we're advertising for the brewery. So... That's kind of out of the picture. Did the did the Harry Brewery <coughs> sponsor because of you guys or, or yeah. podcast? Yeah, because of us. So that's pretty impressive. We, we brought Harry Brewing in, uh, I believe it was last year, was their first year. We told them about the event. Mm -hmm. And they, they love the stuff that we're doing with uh, new media, with social media. And now they're actually one of our big sponsors for events. So we don't get any money from them. We don't get any kickbacks uh, besides leftover beers that nobody drank last night. I think we have a case left out of 12, so that's really good. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we got we got a few balls of beer out of the deal, but for the most part, uh, yeah, I mean, most of the brewers just come to us and say, "Hey, can you guys help us out?" Yeah, it's, this is the new medium. It's, we're at a really cool point of social media and podcasting and everything because we're everyone. Well, you know, I guess the experts on the panel here, and uh, you know, you guys are learning about this. There's not that many people really that know about podcasting that can do a really good job. There's a lot of bad shows out there that people are just starting and they're. They're not taking lessons. They're not talking to anybody. They're just doing their own thing. You guys are taking the time to come into PodCamp, listen to the sessions, to figure out you know how to do it right and how to come out with a really quality product. We appreciate it. Sorry. One, it's, it sounds like one of the lessons to be learned from you guys as well is that your early shows are really bad. Yeah, terrible. Yeah. Our shows were awful. <laughs> <laughs> we sucked. Oh, and, I'm I'm not, I'm not, and I'm not. I'm just saying what you've said. You know, first show was drunk and using the webcam. <laughs> so, so for those that may be starting and be like, "Wow, this—I don't really think this is very good." If it's you all can about get over practice, the ten right? show hump, yeah, you're going to be fine. Yeah. It's going to take you at least ten shows to to get these. Uh, I was also going to say, do those ten shows, go back and listen to them, maybe edit them down. But don't release them right away. Don't right. write a show, release it, do a show, release it. Do about ten shows and then release them periodically. And, and even that's a, yeah, even that's a little bit of debate, you know, releasing ten shows. But like, be like, start, start them up, put them out there, see if anybody comes up, so your friends can listen to them and stuff. We get a little bit of feedback, or if there's anybody that's doing a podcast, you're like, hey, what am I doing right? What am I doing wrong? Uh, you know, but don't start the big. I'm going to put up a website and let people know about the show until you feel good about it. Right. Until I mean, well, you, you have to believe in what you're putting out there. Um, so, so you know, once, once you get to probably that 10th show, huh, we'll, we'll feel good about it. I mean, one of the mistakes we made is, I think it was our third episode, which uh, was the 666 show, and we had Satan go through a drive-thru. 
You know, it was stupid, but we were drunk and it was fun. So yeah, do whatever you want. Uh, we got we have two. Wow. All right. We got questions. That's nice. All the way back. This is not a plant. Would you like to uh, inform everyone? I own a restaurant and they come out and do things for free, but thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> she owns a very I didn't, I swear, I did not plant this one. Oh. Actually, he's with me. Go for it. Go plug away. But, but I think that they're going to come out and uh, find more audience at there and we're going to feed them and drink them and, you know, et cetera. We'll have fun. But um, there's a business plan in the works. For also, uh, another thing that we had talked about is doing private tastings. Yes. yes. And yeah. I'd like to do that with on the bus. For sure. Sounds dirty. On a bus? We should have those on the bus. <laughs> you know what? In a U Haul with a couch. <laughs> 13K. That's 13K. <laughs> the whole social media aspect. Chris uh, from Bachtown, she does it right. And she has a session, I believe, this weekend. Yeah. If, if you want, what is your session so everybody knows? Uh, uh, I'm just in the mentor class. Okay. I don't know what okay. I'm <laughs> to, to, if you have any <laughs> questions about social media and how to use it, she's the one to talk to. She does it very, very well. Thank What's you. the name? What's the name of the restaurant? Bachtown Beer and Grill in the Robinson area, and um, I'll be over in the mentor lounge at Green Talking about how I'm using it for Bachtown, you know, for Bachtown, for my business. I'm learning along with the rest of you, though. Um, but it doesn't hurt to try it. Just get out there and do it. Yeah, I think As a business person, she's embraced the social media community yeah. and uh, I'm sure business has gone up because I know a lot of us now go out to Bachtown. We've, we've embraced her beer. Yes, <laughs> we, are, we love her beer too. Yeah. The infuser is awesome. I love it. I have beer taste at three o'clock too. What? Little teeny tiny beer taste. What do you go, boy? I'm next to Jenny's on her own. I'm coming to How do you guys distribute the show? Is it just via your website or you have multiple places that you we have an RSS feed. Uh, you can subscribe to our show on iTunes. And we don't stress so much on our, our website, uh, which is why we don't really sell advertising either. We know people are using it, but most of our downloads are coming from iTunes, we found out. Uh, just looking from at the raw stats, it's I think 60% comes from iTunes. It's, it's something close to that. Other people just have us in their Google reader. And once a new show you know, appears, or any of their RSS readers, uh, once that appears, you're going to see the tag for our show, and they just right-click and download. I was curious. There's a lot of folks that are here that, that maybe don't have a video show, maybe just a blog. Okay. And when you have a niche product, kind of like the one that I do, um, I've had a hard time finding my audience. And I think that they're out there, but I don't have a video, and I don't have a controversial way of, of getting myself out there the way that you guys did. Do you have any suggestions for something, maybe getting your Google hits up, doing something that would help you find that niche audience a little more? Well, first thing, uh, tell uh, this 30 people what your site is. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Yes, stick. Uh, thank you. I have this, my blog is The Size of Life. It's for big and tall men only, uh, for specific things. Woo! Woo! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. 
challenges of, of living big and tall. I didn't choose to be 6'5". I didn't choose to get hit in the head regularly by ceiling fans, but... <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's, you know, there's, well, there's, there's a lot of stuff out there for plus-size women. Um, there's a lot of clothing not for options. Tall women. Well, not for tall women. You're right, but but, but for for women in general, they 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 seem to the marketing seems to be a little stronger. But for men, it, it's it's tough. <coughs> so I do reviews of cars, you know, lawnmower handle extensions, skiing, <laughs> skiing equipment, motorcycle gear, anything that appeals to people. Come in, but I'm having a hard time finding an audience of of my niche. And that's, that's Tell everyone what you drive. Uh-huh. What do you drive? You have to do that, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. Actually, we have a, I have a Mazda Speed 6. No, no, no. The car that I drove this weekend is a Mini Cooper. It's one of the funniest things ever. I'm not I think for you, uh, the answer is probably, like, first first option will be affiliation. Like, yeah, you know, some people, you can cross people. You're mostly plus size men, right? Like you're you're aiming it's, for yeah, it's specifically towards bigger. I mean, I mean, aiming for like you know fellow brewcast, you know, uh, you know wrestling sites with a male demographic like that. You can go into cars, you know, uh, you know there's going to be a niche within that niche, but that's where they're going to find them. I mean, you're gonna. Especially, you're talking about the car thing. There's going to be playing people who's like, well, I love to check out all these uh, little cars, but I can't fit them. I'm, I'm with you on that, you know? Uh, when we got a car, I had we, we test drive them, and I sat in the back seat of every one to see if I fit. To, 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 to you know, make sure we got the right one. And our, our car's huge now. Uh, <laughs> but um, other than that, I'm, I'm not sure. But definitely, like... Say, as far as affiliation, big and tall men, a lot of times, the people looking for them are... All women can be able to affiliation, I would think, along those lines. Don't just look at sites that guys are going to go to. What about, you know, where women are going? You know, sometimes women are looking for men. So, you know, affiliating yourself with sites that are going to women. We have a whole opportunity here waiting. See cross-promotion You two need to talk. Single white male, six five, drives Mini Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> Mary, with, Mary was a kid. <laughs> yeah, my last question. Um, maybe it's the last question. A lot of you sort sort of started out kind of on the low grade with the webcam. Yes. But um, and that might have been like in a set studio kind of setting or at your own location. Oh, this is his kitchen. Studio A, as I like. Yeah. <laughs> but now that you're kind of going out, because I find that's my biggest challenge is have a good quality outside. So like, can you tell me, like, on a standard, do you guys go out to the set? What are your concerns yeah. in terms of getting a quality feed? And are you even concerned with that? Or, or is it that you find that your audience doesn't really care if it's kind of low grade? Or I've never seen your shows. The, our audio shows, we don't do too much video outside anywhere. Uh, we're actually saving up to uh, buy an HD <coughs> camera because this comes out of our paycheck, so it's... Yeah, we're a deficit show. Deficit show. Yeah. My wife loves hearing that we're a deficit yeah. show. Uh, but what we do is uh, we have a handheld recorder that we picked up, and it's uh, but that's a higher quality one. It's, you could still use the smaller ones to use in meetings, uh, but we went out and got what's the H4? H4. It's the Zoom H4n. It's a great little handheld recorder, and there's tons of them out there. They range anywhere from three hundred dollars to eighteen hundred dollars. The Zoom H4n is about three three fifty. Uh, and it's worth every penny. 
And it looks like a taser, yeah, so it, watch it, out it when you like take it out in public. That's what happened at the Erie Brewfest. On, on the lower end, uh, I, on my iPhone, I have a reporter app. It's just called Reporter, and I spent a dollar on it a year ago, and it's been fantastic. We do, uh, before the WWE's in town, we go to, uh, is it Moana down there? Uh, down by the, state, the arena. And we have it sitting in the middle of the table, and there's music and people talking in there, and it picks all of us up fine. I did the Crick Girl interview with it on the PodCamp website uh, in the middle of an air bread. And uh, it, it, it does pretty decent with all that stuff, but it's a for a nice little break. Uh, yeah. Hutch has, has like it's about a $75 one. Yeah. It's an Olympus model. Yeah. Um, he's actually recorded, what, your last two shows on it? Because yeah. he records on the Fritz? So. Well, I was out. I was remote. Oh, that's right. That's right. Oh, when we do uh, recordings at Slay Bot Town or places like that, sorry, 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 sorry. I'm just going to stare at your butt. I know you want to. Anyway, uh, we actually have a setup that we take with us three condenser mics and mixing board, and which looks at my laptop, and we record it through uh, a DAS. And again, you can do it on the cheap. Uh, just as we progressed, we started to find a bit of equipment here. You know, as we went along, and now we can have a bunch of other crap. It's cool. Yeah, same, same here. We started with the PC mics, you know, yeah. just hooked with a bunch of splitters so to pick up all of us. And now, you know, we bought a four-channel board for like I think it was 80 bucks at the time. We bought a eight-dollar microphone, and I'm looking to upgrade to another like. Probably eight channel board, so we can uh, mic everybody in visually and stuff. Have a room mic because I have a lot of issues because it's a basement and there's all kinds of house noises to go. On. So I mean, it's just as you go, and again, you know, don't be afraid to get into it with just what you have or going down the radio shack and grabbing a microphone for your computer. Um, but you know, you're always you always want to look forward to improving yourself, <coughs> and as you go and learn and, and upgrade, you know, it'll it'll come along. It'll come along and. and as you communicate with your audience and everything, I think you know they'll all grow with you, and and, and right. they'll get a kick out of seeing uh, seeing your show grow as they watch <laughs> it in front of their eyes from week to week, yeah. and they'll love going back to your old shows and seeing how you progress. Actually, the 15-year-old is helping me uh, log all the old shows. Right <laughs> now, so. Um, and and put, that's another thing. Put your audience to work. <laughs> uh, you know, not, not not that bluntly, but you Ours know, drunk. <laughs> exactly. Unless they're too drunk. Um, our audience loves to get involved, obviously with emails and everything, and a lot of them want to get on and you know, bring in for calls or, or other other people for discussion. Um, but we we get a. Say we have a guy out in the Bronx that's that's got his finger on the pulse of the wrestling scene out there and tells us what's going on in, for independence uh, around the you know uh, uh, western eastern New York area. Uh, uh, the guy down in Texas tells us about shows that he's seen down there and, and you know deals he's finding everything DVDs and everything. Um, and it's another you know it's another perspective. And again, we kind of put him to work to help with the show. You know, I put out there, can anybody help us with these old shows? Because I'm re-releasing them because they were on the old server our first. Uh, I want to say 40 episodes or whatever we're on SwitchPod. Uh, so we're re-releasing them to kind of as a, as a throwback. Like this is our history because there's a lot of stuff that happened back then. Like we had the pictures uh, line of skits that we did where we had a problem with our local McDonald's and we called Mitch the manager because that was the name on the receipt when we had our problems. And it turned into a thing and he ended up going to Mexico for some reason because the, uh, the FDA was that early. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Don't go to that McDonald's. 
Uh, there was one week where um, SmackDown was in town. He fell on a Tuesday. So all of us, uh, we had four hosts of the show at the time. We, we all wanted to go to SmackDown. Of course. So can't believe them out of that. You know? Exactly. But we didn't want to drop and not do a show that week. So we asked our fan from the Bronx to do the show for us. And he did. Um, the Awful Show does a fantastic thing where they have the Awful Show and they have the Awful I'm a big fan of them, obviously. Uh, but they have the Awful Sacks. And they, they, like, each individual has their own show sometimes, you know, as they, as they go through and as they have time. Uh, but they've actually had fans who were given shows. All the girls that were fans of the shows had their own uh, weekly show that was just girls of the Awful Show. You know, I mean, they, and they, you talk about interactivity, they have these awful coins concepts that uh, they, they would give you tokens on their site uh, that you could actually spend for, you know, awful merchandise, merchandise for their show. It's a really great concept. I have absolutely no time to implement that in my show. But, but they had the time and they had enough people that are involved and they're doing fantastic. You know, again, not really monetizing their podcast. They're doing it for fun and they would be doing it for fun. And I, you know, whether you're looking to make money or not, you know, that is the key to for longevity, you know? Since we're staying away of you guys having lunch right now, one final thing to wrap it up here. We do have. Woo! <laughs> I know. Wait. Oh. Yo, we've got in the chest like a man. Go. We've got two tickets to the Pittsburgh Brewfest for November thirteenth. It's down at, uh, I believe, Salaries. That whole complex down in Station Square. First person, raise your hand. What's the name of? Ah, if you get it wrong, you get chalked. <laughs> All right. Now nobody will raise their hand. Yeah, uh, well, you gotta make sure you get it right. There's two tickets. Uh, you gotta be 21 or older, obviously, because you're gonna be drinking a lot of alcohol, a lot of great beers. Over 30 brewers uh, are gonna be there. What's the name of our alcohol filter? Great anger. Damn. All right, you get two tickets. You got it, bro. All right. Somebody else is on. Anyways, go to our website, shouldidrinkthat.com. WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Uh, uh, we have other ones. Go to SorgatronMedia.com. There's a few links from there uh, for stuff Much. we're doing and stuff coming up as we are developing our projects in the works. Even if it's crap, we drink it so you don't have to. <laughs> oh, we have business cards. If anybody has them, feel free. Uh, I don't